0: So you ready? Hello, my name's Sylvester McCoy. I played Doctor Who. <laughs> Number seven. Yes, a long time ago. Anyway, you're listening to Neil. No, you're not listening to me. Anyway, you might be soon listening to Neil Podding. Whatever that is.
1: Neil before blog presents. Neil before pod.
2: Hello, and welcome to another action-packed edition of Neil Before Pod, the podcast that makes everyone say, I've never heard of that. I'm your host Craig McKenzie, and we're off on another trip into the Marvel Cinematic Universe. It's a place we like to visit, and Netflix recently gave us a reason to by releasing eight episodes of Superhero Glory in the form of The Defenders, the end result of individual Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Luke Cage, and Iron Fist Netflix shows. So I stumbled around to see how I could find, and Chris was available to help here. Hi Chris. Hello. And I travelled through the multiverse, the podcasting multiverse, to find James Lundy, who joins us for the first time. Hi, James. Hello. Welcome to our Earth.
1: Hi. Well, it's a bit bit strange here, you know, the weather, you know. (laughs) Uh,
2: Eagle-eyed listeners will know that I guest starred on James's podcast back in, I think it was October or November, when it was the DC TV crossover from last season, so this is finally completing that crossover. So James, since you're guesting for the first time, why don't you tell us a bit about yourself? What do you do, and where can we find you other than here?
1: Well, um, I'm basically involved in uh, the comic industry, you know, um, do about everything, from self-publishing to running the Edinburgh Comic Con, to selling comics. Uh, but say probably the main substance of all the work that I do throughout the year would be Edinburgh Comic Con you know it takes up all the time and all the work and it's really it's a labour of love as well but you know I don't do it for nothing (laughs) and uh, the the sort of self publishing side of things really the that is the the labour of love type thing where you do it to scratch a niche and selling comic stuff is you know I, I, I don't know I, I just do that for the fun as well because i been collecting comics since I was about eight years old now so from eight years old to about 42 you can do the maths yourself and figure out how long <laughs> that's been I you know it's has than longer than what I'd care to mention to be perfectly honest with you
2: <laughs> that's it comic books the consumer lives
1: aye they certainly about they certainly have consumed mine to a great extent mind you that's not been a a continuous um, reading I did like a lot of people having my breaks for it. you know you get to about 17, 18 when I left home to go away and study Um I stopped reading comics for a while because obviously I was skint but I got back and <laughs> I always found myself back in the comic shops eh? always find yourself but it doesn't matter you have a wee stopper reading comics you always find yourself back in the comic shops and then I suppose it was inevitable that I worked in it because it's all I ever wanted today I was working but I suppose since I was about 8 year old and I used to draw the time and I what I wanted to make, I was really good, like really, even though I can be so boastful to say it, I mean, I, apparently I was really good at that, but uh, I let that slip to a greater extent. So, you know, but you always find find your way back to uh, comic books. So I think it was inevitable that I, I really wanted to, you know, work in comics, as it were, in oh. some form or another. Aye.
2: Yeah. And uh, James has a self-published title called Wired, which I'll put a link to. I assume there's a link to where people can buy it that I can put in the show notes.
1: Of course there is I, emancipationstudios.com. Ah.
2: Cool. I will make sure that's in the show notes, as well as uh, James's podcast, Hero Talk Rebirth. I presume there was a Hero Talk pre-rebirth. <laughs>
1: there was I. Uh, there was there was. Uh, um, there's a normal Hero Talk show, and we recorded it for a good few years and um, due to various things our line up uh, we changed a little bit just because uh, people's work commitments outside of it and also I think we we just wanted to do something a little bit fresher and you know start again and like iTunes being iTunes for some reason <laughs> or another because we'd, we'd left it a while they had killed the link so, when we went back on to Hero Talk Rebirth, and it was right at the time, you know, when DC's doing, you know, the like the DC Rebirth stuff. So, we thought we would be topical and cool and fresh and doing with the kids, you know, and caught Hero Talk Rebirth.
2: And then, as soon as the next reboot kicks in, that will be meaningless.
1: I know, I'll probably <laughs> be like, uh, get, get another couple of months and I'll be like, a Hero Talk Legacy or something <laughs> to time in with Marvel or that.
2: Uh. So. Yeah, you can, uh, you can check that out. Um, it can be found anywhere. Again, I'll put a link in the, the show notes. So I like to do collective pimping when people are on, as anyone will know. Um, but we're here for a specific purpose to talk about the recent Netflix team up series, The Defenders. Mm-hmm. So that's, um, that's a thing that happened recently. Uh, it's, I can't be bothered writing about it. So here I'm talking about it. So we'll start off with the, it's, I mean, it's a, four-year plan something like that uh, maybe not as long as that but it's a it's an extended plan by marvel again to set things up and then bring it all together so naturally there was other shows before there was four characters across five shows um before this thing Um so what were your thoughts on the other netflix marvel shows and characters
1: I loved them. Uh, the shows, the characters. started, was it? Um, you've, you've had you had Daredevil, you had Jessica Jones, you had Luke Cage, you had Diving Fist, and then all the Defenders. And obviously, to, some are stronger than others. But I've I've loved all the shows. Of you know the the mood, uh, the tone. Everything that's been done with it, it's having it on Netflix is probably a nice home to have it because you can release all the episodes at once and you can watch it at your own pace. Which if I think for most people, they try and just fire through it as quickly as possible, right? <laughs> <quite laughs> enough, yeah. and then you can do it again and then again. <laughs> uh, but out of them all, <clears throat> see, a lot of people, if you ask a lot of people, they tend to say that they find uh, Daredevil is their favourite, but for me, I've probably enjoyed Luke Cage the most, um apart from one specific aspect of the story. But I liked I liked the tone of Luke Cage, um I liked these approach, you know, um I like I liked, I loved some things like the the specific for probably my favourite scene of the whole thing is when he walks into the store and he meets Method Man, you know, and he's like <laughs> Ah, uh, it's you. And he's like, "No, man, it's you." So he was merely impressed with me, and Method Man. Uh, there's like Method Man was meeting Luke Cage, so that was uh, at, up to me. And then you get the then bit when they're on the video, and he does that sort of weave up about Luke Cage. That was I just kind of set off for me. It was good. I, Cause I kind of I love soul music, and I love uh, sort of like proper hip hop. and not like a lot? of, some I don't like a lot of some of the stuff these days because it's it's crap, but that's just. <laughs> uh, but that's probably probably Luke Cage's my probably my favourite show out of them all. Probably the weakest might have been might have been even first. Um, I didn't dislike it to the extent that a lot of people were kind of you know being down on it. You no, know, 'cause you know, I'm old enough to remember the fact that there was nothing like this when I was younger. You know, so uh, youngsters these days, they never like, Ken, how good, they've got it." You know, I remember standing. <laughs> I've, I've I've found myself standing in line at conventions, you know. And there's been some folk younger than me, and they're moaning, Ken, about some things within some some shows and some and some films, and I'm like, ah, what w'e talking about?" She's <laughs> Ken. I mean, you, you at least you've got to watch it. You're lucky, little so and so. Fair enough. Didn't get me wrong. I mean, uh, the have there has been some atrocities out there in terms of the films. Like you've got like your your, your Ghost Rider movies, but the second Ghost Rider movie was utter crap. The first one was watchable. And then you've got like the I don't
2: mind the Ghost Rider movies. <laughs>
1: oh my even god, even the second one. Oh, I couldn't <laughs> could watch the second one, and he had like the the spirit. You know that they made an absolute pig's ear Eisner's a spirit I couldn't have watched that <laughs> uh, but that's just from my personal point of view um, regarding like, the, the Netflix shows the casting wise um, casting wise I'd probably say oh, what do you call it access, uh, Jessica Jones that was good Chris, know, Kristen Ritter Yes, I thought she was great. I like the attitude, the sort of, um, the, the, you know, the, the wee swagger she's got. Uh, Luke Cage, yes, spot on. Um, Daredevil, spot on. Ivan um, Fist, <laughs> It was all right. Go. I, I think probably wasn't he wasn't it the best and wasn't it the worst for it, you know. But then again, it is what it is at the moment, so I'll just roll with it. I'll probably say Iron Fist's cast in, I was just a bit surprised. But I wasn't even surprised, I just, it didn't impress me just as much as what the other ones did.
2: Well, Iron Fist was a complete unknown, pretty much. I'd never heard of the guy before, so... Uh, I heard that he only had two weeks to prepare, though, but... Um, which is you know, not a lot of time So that kind of accounts for some of the, the Ropiness I think But the writing is also To blame as well um, But yeah, you're a big fan of the Netflix experiment it seems So cool um, I'm, I'm, I'm a fan, I have watched them And um,
3: there's a lot of elements that I enjoy I will say that I've found some of them A bit of a slog It's not so much I've not enjoyed them It's that I've found that around about the middle There's a lot of bloat that could be taken out of some of them um, I really enjoyed the first series, of Daredevil, I thought that was great, despite the fact that it I did have its flaws and stuff, but I, I really enjoyed it. Um, the second season, not so much, I was a little bit disappointed. Jessica Jones, it, again, I sort of enjoyed about half of that, same with Cage, uh, but found Iron Fist a massive slog to get through. Um, and it seemed, the only reason that I kept going with it was because I knew it was going to be pretty heavily tied into The Defenders. Which is what I wanted to see So yeah, I, f- I found it a bit, a bit of battle to get through that But uh, but overall, I've, I've enjoyed the shows um, There's some great characters in there And seeing them all interact is, is what I was looking forward to
2: Yeah, I was. I kind of feel the same as you do I found them, I th- on the whole, I've actually pr- probably not enjoyed more than I've actually enjoyed I mean, I've really enjoyed Daredevil Season 1 I think that's, you know, a masterpiece. Well, not quite a masterpiece, but it's very, very good. You know, and it's it's pretty well plotted. Um, the characters are good. Uh, the villain is outstanding. I mean, Wilson Fisk, probably the best Marvel villain that they've had on screen so far. Um, Jessica Jones I quite liked, although I got a bit tired of the shtick throughout. I mean, I thought she was really good, and I could see what they were going for, and David Tennant was good. But I think um, it was a bit too long. Luke Cage I struggled with. Um, It was probably the weakest for me. I just think the the lack of central villain kind of thing. I mean, there was two main villains and one was more cartoonish than the other. Uh, But it kind of struggled with that. Iron Fist I thought was okay. I didn't think it was as bad as everyone made it out to be. Um, It was okay. I think they ruined the potential that Iron Fist has as a mystical warrior type guy. You know, He talks about fighting a dragon, but you don't see him fight a dragon for budget reasons, and um, and it takes till episode 11 or so until you find out who the villain really is, and and there's too much shifting between, you know, seeming complex and then just cartoonish moustache twirling villains, so on the whole I think Daredevil and then goes downhill from there. Daredevil season 2 didn't really do it for me. I enjoyed the Punisher, but beyond that it just meandered so much. But the endless armies of ninjas are, the, are kind of the problem with that and Iron Fist, I suppose.
3: There are a lot and lots of ninjas, but at least we now know where they've all been getting trained. You know, that's, that's the advantage of Iron Fist. If there's one thing we've learned from Iron Fist, it's where the ninjas get trained.
2: It's good to know. You know Where, where,
3: the, where the New York stockpile of ninjas come from.
2: <laughs> ninjas everywhere.
3: You, you wouldn't be able to take a flight over to New York, would you? Don't be full of the, the disposable ninjas. <laughs>
2: They're like three for two at Walmart or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy. Um, there
1: was a couple of things actually. You know, with the, the characters you were talking about the the villains and Luke Cage, and you know, they were changed. They changed things up qu- quite a bit. I mean, for example, um, the the what I said. There's one thing I'm me about Luke Cage was the fact when they made. Um, what do you call it, Luke Cage and uh, what's his chopstick brothers and we're kind of like, hang on a minute that's not right, they're supposed to just kind of be, kind of be pals, and they've they changed some of the things with the uh, the villains as well, because uh, Cotton Muggs meant to have like, razor, uh, razor sharp teeth and um, sort of like I'm pretty sure it was just strength, like uh, it was supposed to be really strong like a lot stronger mm. So he was just like a sort of kind of bad crook hood. So it was it was good the fact that they didn't make him similar in the comic book because you think about if they're telling the story over so many... If they want the show to feel like ground level and they want to tell it over so many episodes, you know, to have them all just appear in um, like super-powered or some sort of enhanced ability or something like that too soon then they might have felt a bit forced, like, even if that's the best way to describe it. Um, like, if you watch something like AVO, or you watch something like Flash, and you have, like, somebody new with superpowers every single week, then at least you've got the way to explain it because of the, you know, the, the big explosion thing. Yeah. Uh, so that's a wee bit easier. Uh, but to do that we Luke Cage... It might have felt a wee bit sort of, you know, a wee bit daft because we're still, we're still very much at the start. At the, I, I know it's you go. We've had quite a lot of the films and actually on the big screen, and we're in a few episodes of like the Netflix stuff, and then we've got like Agents of Shield, which'll be coming up for its fourth season next season. So the, the, there's been a lot of telling, but to have all these people with enhanced abilities or superpowers just suddenly appear. Within the sort of the, the next flex part of the universe, it might have been a a bit too much too soon. So maybe to play them doing a wee bit might have been the best idea. Um,
2: Another issue is if you'd adapted Luke Cage as it stood in the comics from especially from the start, then it would be very very offensive, but to to a modern audience because it was you know it was essentially black exploitation type comics when it first started, wasn't it?
1: Um, well, <sighs> at least they did they call him Black Look Cage. <laughs> no, he was called Power Man. He wasn't called Black Power Man. So, I mean, at that time, there was a lot of the a lot of the heroes. Like, you had the Goliath. So there was, like, um, the, the guy who could obviously grow like Goliath. Uh, but they called him Black Goliath. He had Black Panther. <laughs> yeah. and, and, you know, DC's Black Lightning. And all this. I and mean, I'm like, mate, I'm no f- blind, of my language, can I swear on this podcast I think he's nasty, eh, but it's like we'll you know, both I'm both not a,
4: aye,
1: I'm no blind You know I, mean, I can use my two eyes I can the colour of his skin you did not have to put that in front of it to call his title you know what I mean you know, I mean like Black Panther oh, is there another character within the Marvel Universe called, just called Panther, is there? is there a white <laughs> panther, no? Eh, I don't think so eh, so that to the time was uh, that was a wee bit kind of strange at the time um but looking back I suppose so see this a lot of things with the the sort of like black exploitation of it. um I suppose I never ever really read it as such um in terms of the characters. You know, certainly the like the costume that he wore in the comic books and that yeah you really are happy that they kicked it and it touch I mean they've kicked it and it touch anyway in the comic book. But uh, on screen, it would. They just look stupid.
2: Yeah, well, they they have his costume in an episode and Luke Cage, don't they? Or as close to it, they've got the tiara and everything.
1: Well, I they've got the it's, it's more like a sort of nod to it, yeah, it's, than a costume. It's like you know, he's he's breaking out, so it's yeah, he's got that thing with his head and he's that um, what I do like is the sort of the character, the like sweet Christmas and all that sort of stuff. The, yeah, you know the characterisation, that, that's that's cool.
3: Yeah, I do. Yeah, think I wish done they wish well in making the shows sort of stand out from each other, either via the music, you know, and the use of music in them, and the way they've managed to sort of find the characters pretty well as well, despite the fact they're all you know all meant to be in this very very tight community together. You know, I know it's New York in a city of uh, millions, but they're all in a very dense you know, area of the of the city, so it's great they managed to sort of split everything up and make it seem nice and, and different. Um, so, yeah, I think they've done well with that.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, it's certainly... Um, it's probably the more unique visually um, speaking type thing in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, because, you know, the the films, for as much as I love them, they all kind of look the same. You know, the... They have a kind of house visual style and very few of them kind of drift from that. But the the TV shows, they seem to just they, they become their own thing. You know, uh, they have their own style and you can tell it's them, which is, you know, which is good, I think. Um, and it's interesting how they try to combine that as well. So then um, that brings us naturally on to, uh, before we hit the spoiler territory, what are your thoughts on The Defenders as a show? Um,
1: I enjoyed it. Um, eight episodes long, so the pacing was fairly... It wasn't overcomplicated, you know. It wasn't like this sort of... It wasn't like watching some sort of something... You It wasn't a production of cinematic genius, you know. It was a simple yeah. story, almost hit the long running, tied in a few things, and there was a few things that... If you watch it, it nods back to things like the rooftop garden, and you know, where you know, uh, what do you call Sigourney Weaver and that, and is talking to uh, Madame G- G- Gull. Madam Gull, and you know, it, it, that harks back. But actually, that garden's been in, was, it it was it in Sp- Spider Man? Yeah, Spider Man, Spider Man 2. Um, so uh, that. That was quite. That was quite cool to see that getting used again, but I mean, some of that stuff. The the story with bringing Electro back. Aye, That's fine, um, because I'm wondering actually. See, see, I'm wondering because no. In the uh, in the comics, and actually in the Ben Affleck movie, which was quite real, he had uh, bullseye, you know, killing Electra, which is
4: Right.
1: <laughs> of oh, course, aye, the comic's uh. only been about for, like, uh, how long? <laughs> Spoilers
2: for a 30-year-old comic.
1: Aye, you
2: know. Um, <clears throat> or a 20-year-old movie.
1: Well, there you go, aye. Which, incidentally, director Scott, I loved, by the way um so i mean there was obviously it was, it was a different take with the uh, the netflix stuff but to see her you no know, coming back and the uh, the the take they done with that you, you know her eventual role within the the series i, I, I dug that um do, 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 do. It was lovely to see uh, Tuck show his face, you know, um, because that's him being in loads of the Netflix shows. By the way, uh, incidentally, you know, can I just say we just announced him as our first guest for Edinburgh Comic Con for this year, uh, for next year.
2: Oh, shameless advertising alert!
3: Well, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Sound <laughs> the clock.
4: Uh <laughs> that's
1: it. Aye. it was. Uh, it wasn't even graceful, was it? <laughs> no, but it's cool because Tuck was one cool character because he was a completely useless villain, and the way they've portrayed him in uh like, uh, he's, he's had associations to loads of people to Kingpin and you know to other people in, in the comic books, and he has you know he's been. He, right now in the comic book this is something I always wondered and I'm going to ask him try and get an answer when I see him next year unless we see something beforehand but you remember when Daredevil was getting his suit made yes right where there was a cameo on an easter egg just in the corner there was a Stiltman suit Well, there was a Stiltman <laughs> there was the legs the legs for the Stiltman armour that's what it was he could see it plain as day on screen and I'm like alright man's Stiltman man armour Tuck wasn't the first person to wear the Stiltman suit in the comics, but he did wear it. He was useless, by the way, but he did wear it, and just like um, any
2: other Stilt Man, really. <laughs>
1: well, uh, well, aye. I'm the, I think the recent Stilt the, actually the, the new stout Man's actually a woman, I think, and she's got like these uh, telescopic arms now as well. But um, I kind I don't think I've read much we have in it. Uh, but the and also used the molar suit, which was which he's seen in uh, Luke Cage. You know the suit that um, oh flipping Diamondback Diamondback aye. I was so I was trying to think of his He's, the, his thing about his his other name uh, And my brains went absolutely <laughs> completely mental it's trust me last weekend I done a lot of drinking and I'm over no really a drinker so <laughs> I think I have probably killed a few brain cells it's the best way, it's the best way to do business by the way because you know you get rid of all that pretentious crap and you just throw it right at the window and you get to <laughs> you know it's like I uh, we want you to do this, we want you to do that, and you actually if you sit oven and talk over some of somebody, a, a few pints and some tequila shots and a few more tequila shots and that you know you get to know them as a person. So
0: uh, <laughs> the problem is you forget them as a person afterward um, when, <laughs> when you wake up the next day. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think uh, I must have forgot a few things over the weekend. <laughs> um,
1: <laughs> aye, but so the the model suit you know that you see on putting on when he's fighting Luke Cage at the end. Yeah, then Max fighting him well. Um, like Tuck got his hands on that as well. So this is tied in to a lot of different things. So it's lovely to see him show his face, and I believe he's going to be in the the upcoming Punisher as well because it's been announced online. You know, um, you can for one minute it was all over. The, so that's no that's no really a spoiler because it's been announced like all over, over the place. So and I think of um saying to a lot of people. A lot of people they will be, oh, right, okay. It's not like I'm saying to you, uh, I don't know, and the Punisher. That, well, actually, funnily enough, I've got on very good authority that the Punisher's got to be brilliant. Because I was, uh, I'm going to drop a name here, by the way, so you can get your clang ready. <laughs> I was, you know, well, you answered, Craig, you, you contributed, didn't you? When I say to everybody on Facebook, I says, what was everybody's opinions of the... The Like the Marvel Netflix shows. I uh, did, yes. Right, so. And um, one of those people, and I'm not going to say who's who, but uh, one of the people was Jonathan Rosser. And he's like, nah, no, really. Cause, I mean, uh, Jonathan Rosser, apart from his TV stuff, is a massive comic book fan. You know, he used to own a comic book shop with Paul Gambaccini back in the day, and he's been reading comics and, you know, and he's been at loads. He goes to loads of cons and thinking he done his thing for, for his, his the radio show at San Diego this year. Um, so, so the he's gonna he says ah oh, I didn't really enjoy it that much, uh, but he's got it on good authority that the Punisher show's gonna be absolutely amazing. And there's a few cool things, but there's one specific really cool thing, apparently, I have to look forward to. And I'm like, ah, right, brilliant. But he wouldn't have tell me what it was because he was sworn to, sworn to privacy. And I'm kind of like, ah, cheers, mate. It was I At things... Edinburgh
2: Film Festival this year, I spoke to a girl who was on hair and makeup on The Punisher. And she mm. says, she seems to think it's going to be good. But I think that's because she enjoyed sitting, uh, doing John Bernhall's hair and makeup, which, you know... Apparently, he's a very charming man.
1: I would enjoy doing his (laughs) hair and makeup. You know, if she was sick and I could have phoned, I'll do your hair and makeup. No more, big man. Do you realise the Punisher's got a skinhead?
2: (laughs) Well, this version of the Punisher does.
1: Aye. He's got a skinhead and big rosy cheeks (laughs) and lipstick.
2: (laughs) Oh, God. That's Uh terrifying.
1: Ah, yeah, put the heebie-jeebies right up any criminal. You could, you could just see organised crime falling apart, you know. Yeah, Not no because, s- the <laughs> no because they're scared, they're probably too busy dying, killing of laughing, you know. <laughs> uh, uh, the laughing, at, the legs have gone, the legs have gone. Oh, It's like uh, you start to laugh that much, you can't stand up, and that bit of snot comes out your nose and everything. <laughs> oh. yeah. yeah. think to yourself, who is this guy? There <laughs> yeah.
2: oh. we go. Um, so you were a fan of of Defenders as a, yes, as a show? Yes, I was. Yeah. Yes, without we'll get into spoilers very shortly. So, uh, Chris, what did you think?
3: Uh, the spoiler, Claxon. I no spoilers it. yet. I <laughs> thought it was good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I thought it was good. I enjoyed it. I still think somehow, despite the fact it's only eight hours so long, it still felt like it had a little bit of loat in there. I think Dylan's kind of lost a bit of pace part through, but overall, I enjoyed it. It kind of feels like a nice culmination of all the things we've been watching up until now. So mm-hmm. Yeah, I
2: yeah, I was, I really enjoyed it. I mean, I actually felt like I wanted to watch the next episode rather than with uh, Luke Cage or Iron Fist in extent that I had to watch the next episode. You know, the distinction was I wanted to see what happened next. Uh, I like seeing all the the characters interact. That's always fun. Um the reasons for bringing them together, fair enough. You know, whatever, it uh, worked. Um the action, pretty cool. And we'll come up to that more later. But the uh yeah, it worked. It works. The the cast are a good ensemble and I kinda wanted to see more. Uh eight episodes, it's perfect for these Netflix shows. I think thirteen is too many because you just get so much meandering until they have to get back to the point. So I think in the future, I know they won't do that, but they should do eight episode seasons because it would be much tighter, uh, you know, much more rewarding that way. And they could spend more money per episode. So that'd be a good one.
3: you think with Netflix it wouldn't be as much of an issue. I understand with Netflix TV it's because they're looking to sell advertising spots for a certain amount of time or they're looking to fill a gap in their schedule it is 13 episodes bigger, 13 weeks big. Yeah. But with Netflix, not really got that. They can do five episodes, they can do six, they can do eight, they can do what they want, you know?
2: was Stranger oh, was Things, that was only six, wasn't it? Or was it
4: eight? I can't remember off
3: the top of my head now, but they have done, some have been a lot shorter, they've done some where they're, they're a lot longer as well, they're longer than you would network TV. Yeah. You know, because yeah. you know, normally they would go a, a hiatus in the middle for sort of three months before it all comes back.
2: Yeah. So there we go. Um, unless anyone has anything further to add before spoiling, we could just ring the spoiler... Cannon or whatever I'm going to use noise-wise. Ring the cl- the cannon. How do you ring, ring the cannon? cannon. I'm going to find out.
4: Okay, okay. <laughs> I look
0: forward to hearing the ringing of the cannon. Bring <laughs> the boom.
2: <laughs> so, you ready for spoilers, James, or anything else to add? Is I've seen, I, I've, I've seen, I've seen the
1: show. Oh, you mean spoilers for people listening? Sorry, mate. I, yes, yeah. yes, yes. I,
2: I like to have a spoiler-free section then a spoiler section just in case people are like, well, you've spoiled the whole thing. <laughs> like, that's you know? actually and that's, that's what That's what they sound like. It's not true what they say about you. You've <laughs> it. It's not true what they say. <laughs> I wouldn't ask what they say about me. I, don't want to <laughs> <laughs> I assume it's all positive.
1: It's yes, it is. <laughs> Mostly.
2: Okay. Spoilers, then. Okay. Yes. Yay, we can talk about what we want now. So... I guess we should start with the opening episodes. Um, mm-hmm. I thought the first episode was really good, and it almost felt like you know you've got like a prologue to a team-up series where it, it kind of catches you up and where the all the characters are at that point, and and kind of shows how they fit in. And I thought the first episode is essentially that. It just keeps cutting back and forth between the main characters and their supporting characters, and and it really works. I love how the the style changes throughout. You know, you get um, it goes from like jessica jones quite uh, quite bland color scheme to luke cage in the next scene which is extremely vibrant and colorful and and uh, the music as well so mm-hmm, i, I mm-hmm. loved how they did that i thought that was really interesting really interesting stylistic choice and then you see these kind of styles merge together as the show goes on it's really cool hmm
3: in full agreement be yeah. I enjoyed the opening a couple of episodes I thought, I thought it was it was pretty good like you say you get the quick catch up in uh, episode one where you're sort of spinning round each of the characters um, I do think they could have got to them teaming up slightly sooner uh, I did sort of dance about a lot of the side characters for want of a better word that you didn't really need to catch up with uh, <laughs> and spend quite a bit of time with them, uh, where I feel that's where some of bloat Came from in the beginning because they know that a lot of people are watching. To get to the bit where they all meet up and, and and get on with it, kind of thing. So I did feel there was a little bit of extra in there, but I thought, like you the first episodes, to get a catch up and try and summarise everything, that was good. And it seems tonally that they've changed some of the characters. They've sort of upbeated them a little bit, and they've sort of ironed out some of the creases from the the program. So I thought that was good.
2: And Iron Fist has had a haircut, a much needed haircut. <laughs>
1: Shot back and sides it there. <laughs> Must have been yeah, the same um, last it was doing the makeup for the Punisher.
2: Could have been. It might have been. Mm-hmm, maybe. Can't remember her name, but yeah, um, that was a strange conversation. I' oh, never mind. Um, also, yeah, the, I guess the first crossover was Elektra fighting um, Iron Fist, although it wasn't and it wasn't insanely clear that it was her at that point. I suppose. But then you had Foggy as Luke Cage's lawyer, which was, again, a nice touch. It's, you know, you might as well, especially since uh, Hogarth law firm are interested in all these kind of events, so mm-hmm. they'll try and keep close to them, which is um, it was really cool just to, you know, see Foggy. with also had a haircut. Uh, That's right, yeah. He's looking all sharp now that he's a high-flying, high-earning lawyer. Mm-hmm. Um, and the first... first well, it was a fight, wasn't it? It was Iron Fist versus Luke Cage, which I thought was pretty cool.
1: Oh, well, when he smacks him for the first time and he see it, because he's having yeah. he's not he's not he's not really doing very good up until that point, obviously. Because but look he, the funny the weird thing is with the TV show, like I said, they, they pull a lot of things back because Power Man and the comics is a lot more powerful than what he is in the TV show. You know, he's a lot. Uh, well, I think a lot of the characters. Um, I've got slightly different, you know, power sets, but it's nice because even he's, he's trying to fight Luke, and he's, he's not doing that great, obviously, because of you know Luke's sort of invincible to yeah. to, to to the greater extent, eh? and then eventually he uses his uh, wah the chain, gives him a a very good hook and knocks him. Uh, across the screen, so that was wasn't it, wasn't it a bad wee fight, and I, you definitely you could see that um, his how could I say his his skill, uh, you know, choreographed fighting has got a bit better. You know, he's a bit more fluent, he's a bit more um, a bit more relaxed, a bit more comfortable doing it this time round.
2: Yeah, he's definitely more in tune with his character, I think, um, whereas. In Iron Fist, the show, I think he struggled a bit. So maybe in season two, you'll get a more rounded bit. But there's... Yeah, Iron Fist, uh, certainly what I've read of him, he seems much more powerful in the comics than he is here. You know, he uses the Iron Fist now and again in the comics, for instance, whereas for in the show he really doesn't. And visual effects-wise, how expensive is it going to be? He keeps lighting up his hand, you know, every now mm. and again. So it can't be a money-saving measure. I think it's...
3: He's got a very uh, intermittent iron fist that just decides it's not going to work
2: <laughs> Performance anxiety, maybe Yeah, you know. performance <laughs>
3: anxiety with the iron fist,
2: yeah
3: <laughs> like, It would be really, really useful if you used it right now Nah, I can't, my cheese all <laughs> whack. I'm not feeling good today, I've got a head uh, It's no good
2: Con <laughs> Lun has a pill for that
4: Yeah, well <laughs> <laughs>
3: but, Well, I mean,
1: let, let's face it, madam. You're not that technically ton when you say to them You're a bit sh- eh. <laughs> you, know, you know, we've met
0: other Fists before you, and
1: you know, you just, you just. But you're
4: just, you're
0: just what you she's, she's <laughs> saying what we're all thinking. Um, yeah. you're, you're you're a bit pant. We not get another one. Um, but yeah. it's, <laughs> it's, well, if I if I hear him say I'm the immortal Iron Fist one more time, I'm going to smack yeah,
2: no. his face. There's a there's a uh, supercut on YouTube of every time he name drops himself. It's really fun. <laughs> 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 Yeah, but I'll the... Just, uh, uh, the sorry. Uh, weirdly weirdly, with Madame Gow, I mean, she was in Daredevil Season 1, she just seemed like a mob boss, which was fine, but she's become a, such a big deal over the other shows. You know, well, certainly in uh, Daredevil Season 2 and Iron Fist, I forget she's not in the other ones, but um, it's weird, she's like a Jedi now.
3: I, I was going to save this for, for for later on when we were talking about the villains, but I think she deserves her own spin-off. seems like a <laughs> badass. You know, she, she, she started the revolts within the hand years and years ago. Now there's the spin-off that you mm. want.
2: And I like how they solved the problem of who's gonna fight the old lady and they made Jessica Jones do it because it's like a woman hitting a woman kind of thing. <laughs> just to you know, just to stop people from being from kicking off about that. Because mm. someone had to hit the old lady, you know, it might as well be Jessica Jones.
1: Uh, you see there's something quite strange about Jessica Jones fighting ninjas <laughs> because she's not got impenetrable skin I mean she's really strong and, and I think in, well she can jump far but I think in the comics she can actually fly um, for a member of Italy
2: intermittently um, but you know.
1: yeah, Um so it's like you, th- you think to yourself "Hang a woman about fighting ninjas mm, you know the I mean, hand-to-hand combat's not really into- this guy's been trained you know
2: well, as you know, one ninja is really threatening but a thousand ninjas are just henchmen they're just useless. I just know, one
3: of my favourite <laughs> lines from the show was her turning round and saying am I the only person around here that doesn't know karate? Mm-hmm, that's right, yeah. <laughs> I, I, I just howl because it was like everyone, everyone around <laughs> is throwing shapes and doing everything and she's just there having to frost at people.
4: Yeah. That's um, what I thought
1: of. If you gave her some body armour and then she'd be really deadly
2: because she
1: yeah. was she was just ragdoll rag doll folk or left, right and center though Looking ninja, really? Yeah, have some of this.
2: Or at least teach her how to fight a little bit. No. Yeah. Um I found it yeah, I find it weird that, you know, as soon as Luke Cage mentions that he fought some guy with a glowing hand, Claire was like, Oh yeah, I know that guy, I'll introduce you. But all the way during Iron Fist there are points where it's like she could have been saying I have people that can help you with this stuff. I'll introduce you instead of this whole, you can't go off on your own and do this, you know. Um, it's really weird that she picks t- now to start introducing people rather than earlier when she, well, she would have made more sense.
3: Absolutely. ties them all together. I mean, I yeah. expect at some point during Iron Fist she would mention Daredevil because it's the person, yeah. you know, she mentions a lot. Oh, I've a friend, I've dealt with these people before. You see mm-hmm. what they did to my friend. At that point, I 're like, why don't we turn to the friend who's from before for some advice and information? Yeah. Um, but that never happens, you know, out of, yeah. out of convenience purposes. Um, but yeah, it's. It is one of those go. Oh, finally, finally, we're gonna we're gonna draw them all together.
4: Yeah,
1: I can I genuinely cannot remember every single thing that's happened in every show up to this point. But <laughs> is there not one point where somebody turns round and goes, "Why don't we just get the Avengers?"
2: Not in these shows. They've, they're weirdly funny about mentioning the Avengers in these shows, like. Jessica Jones almost acts like they're, they're swear words that they can't refer to. You know, they refer to them as the big green guy or the guy with the shield or whatever. Um, right. Because
1: well, uh, they can, probably wouldn't, you know, they're, they're probably only called the Avengers Avengers, you know, as such. But well, they were called the Avengers, actually, but, you
3: know. I think it's Anon when he says the the first, first thing I think we should do is call the Avenger. Yeah. Right, okay, I think Yeah,
2: it's in that one, yeah, but interesting thing is because when I was first watching it I was thinking the earthquake thing, that is surely something the Avengers would be keeping an eye on because it's a very strange earthquake but then I remembered, or I had it said to me, that in in Spider-Man Homecoming it's mentioned that uh, Tony Stark has things that he feels are below the Avengers pay grade so it is mentioned that the FBI and so on and all other authorities are looking mm-hmm. into the earthquake so maybe Tony Stark thought this isn't anything to do with us, we'll just leave it so um, maybe the building collapse is something that he should be noticing but other than that, you know it's it, it makes sense that the Avengers might not show up although it's a bit weird that Tony Stark doesn't notice a ninja cult running around New York
1: That's because the ninjas <laughs> You know what I mean? You know.
2: Spider-Man stumbles across a ninja, you know, mm. having a bathroom break somewhere.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My, Mr Ninja, what big eyes you've got. Yeah, yeah. That's <laughs> constipation if you go near that
4: on <laughs> big man.
2: <laughs> Could happen. Um, but, you know, other than that, you're always going to get these prob- problems with the connected things. It's like the reason... You know the the reason in the Supergirl TV show that she doesn't call Superman every week is because there'd be no point in having a Supergirl TV show, and it's the same here. You know, if they could get the Avengers all the time, then what's the point in these guys?
4: Mm-hmm.
3: I think the the issue now is more going to be in the future when they've got an issue or a threat that's very big. Why they don't call each other? Um, if They're not going to tie in a little bit from on. It's that's where it's going to be a little bit tricky. It's either that, or they're going to have to write excuses every every other series, going, "Oh, I tried her, but she's obviously drunk," or "I, <laughs> I you know, yeah. I called Luke, but he's on vacation." Um, you know, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be a lot of sort of writing around why they can't help each other at that point, because up until now they've been in their own bubbles, real with a little bit of interconnection. But you know, they've been pretty separate and had their own reasons for being. Whereas now, there's not really an excuse. Uh, or they're going to have to come up with some of lame ones in order to not get them to team.
2: Yeah, and I mean, I can understand that Jessica Jones just doesn't want to be involved in stuff. You know, she's not bothered. Um, so that that answers that from that perspective. Um, but yeah, the rest of them they seem pretty up for Iron Fist wants to enter, wants to team up with everybody. You know, he he seems to. Th- I uh, actually quite liked his arc about the whole. You know, he's just a a kid, as Colleen says. He's just a child looking for his family, and uh, he kind of found one in these other superheroes. Mm. And um, so I can see how he would want to just play with others all the time.
1: I mean, like Luke Cage and Power. I saw Power Man and Iron Fist. That was a brilliant comic series. And then, like, they obviously they formed heroes for hire. And there's the hints because they start to get that sort of buddy thing going on. When they're chatting, they're building up a bit of a poor relationship uh, during the defender. So you're like, "Hmm, he was for hire," which is absolutely. Oh, and he was fired, but there was the modern incarnation as well. And this made me—I mean, I, I know i might be jumping forward a wee bit, but it made me giddy. Now, really, if you were ask me about real life, I probably would never squeal like a little schoolgirl, right? When something—no, <laughs> if, if some lassie loses, her arm, I am—I probably wouldn't be going. Hee-hee! But I thought to myself, "Yes, Misty Knight," <laughs> because you know, Misty Knight in the comic she's got the sort of like um, the like a car, which uh, yeah. she gets in the comic for Stark Industries. No, the might not be. I, I can't. I was going to say you might not see um, Iron Man or Tony Stark or anybody like that. You know, in the defenders sort of Netflix shows, but then again, you know he was in Spider-Man. It was across stuff. So, nah, you've maybe got a reference. They did say that the people in the hospital were going to help him, and that uh, you know Danny of Van Industries owns that hospital. But so they probably have technology used in that hospital from places like Stark
0: Industries. So, yeah, it from Stark say it's from Stark and
2: or it could be a Rand Industries robot arm as well. Who knows? And um, they're using Hammer Tech in Luke Cage, could be that. It could that's be. right. It doesn't, nec- yeah, it, as long as it's a robotic arm, it doesn't really matter where it comes from. I don't think uh, well, that's uh, that's the kind of detail that's not necessary, really. Product,
0: uh, will be a Dyson. You've <laughs> find these TV shows somehow
2: <laughs> Yeah Dyson are now in prosthetic arms Yeah, could be She has a vacuum cleaner attachment Which is, you know, kind of sexist But whatever <laughs> um, yeah, And if I remember right from yeah, from, If I remember right from the comics There was a uh, Colleen teamed up with um, Misty Knight quite a lot They were Daughters of the Dragon Is that what they were called? Mm-hmm. Something like that, yeah
1: well, uh, Miss uh, Colleen, she was she basically was the main thing about Daughters of the Dragon, but she was a
2: sidekick or something. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't read it since. Well, I can't remember when I read it. I've not read it in a long time, but I do remember it was a thing. Uh, and Colleen was actually the most interesting thing about Iron Fist up to a point as well. I think it's pretty uh, cool. Actually, character.
1: it's pretty cool actually that what she, the has go on. Is really her suit, uniform, but it's no
2: push. Just a white hoodie kind of thing.
1: Ah, yeah. it's, it's, no, it's it's done in such a way that it's it's believable,
2: again. Yeah. A bit of credibility. Yeah, yeah so it's, it feels like they might be setting up other Netflix shows, because you could have a Daughters of the Dragon Netflix show, I suppose. No reason why not. Um, give Colleen something of her own, I suppose. The Madame Gow spin-off. As Chris wants, uh, yes, yeah. yes, the Madam Gabinoff.
0: <laughs> Listen, the Madam Gow
2: prequels here. <laughs> yeah,
0: all you no Netflix, so you have, know you. Do do half the number of episodes of one of the other ones that we really care about as much, and give us eight episodes of the Madam Gows off. Okay, thank you. That is my <laughs> on behalf of the people about yeah.
2: <laughs> Netflix. I know you're a I know your billions in debt, but you know what's another hey. few billion.
0: That's
2: good day. It's good day. It's good day. yeah, apparently. Okay. Good day. yeah. Um so we touched on the dynamics a little bit I and mean, the team gets together, it's kind of dribs and drabs, although they have the big corridor fight scene that unites them all, but they, they sort of all get there on their own, so to speak. But the, the dynamic is like really good. I really like that uh, Jessica Jones spends most of her time insulting Matt Murdock. Uh and Matt's kind of reluctant to join them. Uh looking uh Danny or, or Best Buds pretty early on and um, also like Luke seems to get along with everybody, interestingly he's you know he's a bit of a floater in that sense, he's kind of able to talk to anybody
1: Well, I mean, you know Brian Hitch did make him, eventually the main man in the comics, he did make him the leader of the Avengers for a while and you Avengers, uh, might Avengers yeah. but- so
2: New um, Avengers, I think, yeah. So he
1: was uh, he was the main man there for a while. So he has he has to be sort of you know a people person to a certain extent, you know, has that that ability to be like a leader of men and I use the term men collectively for men and women before some sort of social justice warrior tries to shoot me down. my <laughs> man but I look yeah. I He's definitely very, uh, quite enigm- enigmatic? No, charismatic. That's
3: charismatic. Yeah. I like that initial fate and sort of bringing them all together, them all so drifting towards, uh, was it Midland Circle or whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Um, I like them all sort of drifting in there on their own and uniting together at that point, uh, <laughs> even just for that one fight. Oh, that's that's really cool. And then the, the follow-up in the Chinese restaurant, seeing them sort of bouncing off each other. Uh, mm-hmm. initially yeah. all being very reluctant to talk and then all being very open and taking the mickey out of each other, I, I like
2: mm-hmm. yeah that, that corridor fight scene, I loved it when they, Danny was getting beaten up and then the hip hop music kicked in to announce uh, Luke's arrival, that was such a cool intro and he just barges through the door and he's like, and he's ready to, to kick ass, right, yeah. was awesome and then Matt Murdock wearing a scarf over his eyes, which was quite funny well
1: aye didn't have his just didn't happen to have his suit at the time that's all it was
2: that was it aye. that was it needed a scarf uh, and aye. you've got Jessica takes the lift and uh, and Daredevil just runs up the, <laughs> he has to run up the stairs which doesn't make any sense really
1: aye that's that was right because you only ever seen uh, Jessica really use some of her powers at the end you know when she's in the sort of uh, the the lift sort of Chamber shack when she jumps, she jumps for the lift, up, and grabs a cable sort of thing and holds it while she's hanging you like that. Hang on a minute, hang on a minute. She could have got up inside that building a hell of a lot quicker than that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Eh. But that's just how much of a swagger she's got. She just casually walks in, takes the lift. She's well. not supposed to be there, but whatever. Yeah.
1: Ah, she's like, I'm not, I'm not important. They'll have to just wait for me.
2: <laughs> Aye. And, the, yeah, the, the Chinese restaurant bit was probably my favourite of the the whole series. I just um, I like how that was put together, you know, and it's it's a nice contrast to the Avengers where they've got, like, a high-tech building somewhere, you know, that they can all retreat to, but they're just, like, running at some guy's restaurant, and Danny throws money at them and shut them up, and, and they just sit and have dinner while they're bickering. Mm-hmm. Aye.
0: An it's a nice supply p- of Chinese coming through the restaurant
2: <laughs> well, he ordered four of everything yeah <laughs> <laughs> he had to order four of everything because that was part of the deal I guess it was the end of the night and they were, it was all going to go to waste so they might as well eat it and, you know, exploit the billionaire, why not
0: yeah, he's going to have to for remodelling now though, Expensively expensive
2: yeah, that six month rent probably ain't going to cover it
1: Six months rent, you know, remodeling, but unfortunately that four everything's got to break the bank for him, that's him. He'll be filing bankruptcy <laughs> now. Uh, if only it. it was just two of everything, he'd have been alright. Uh, <laughs> Failing bankruptcy like Marvel did back in the 90s. Uh, what if, you know, the, the funniest thing about because to me, actually, originally the, the Defenders was always a different group to me, you know, growing up. You know, when you've got the the different characters like your, your Doctor Strange, Hulk, Silver Suffer type that sort of thing, but the um, for them to change it and to make it the way as I, I initially I was like, oh, how's that going to work? It, it's worked very well, you know, the way the teams, the way they're using like the current characters. Um, what I would like to see going forward, potentially if it is possible, is to see maybe Nighthawk sort of show his face at some point because it was mentioned before um, when Wilson Fisk and that's organising the sort of bash, he says give an invitation uh, to mm. Richmond, he says you know what I mean give an invitation, invitation to Richmond blah blah blah, which is like Kyle Richmond Kyle Richmond you know, comes like uh, he co- becomes like Nighthawk and you think to himself, well Nighthawk he's a, he's a sort of a, a, a character that could fit in he could f- he could fit in, you know to that particular universe, you know, in some sort of way. Or maybe just even, you know, Richmond as a character. Before becoming Nighthawk, it'd be cool to see. Just something else, another character to get into the mix, the show, for the show going forward. And it just, you know, it ties, it gives another nod to a lot of things and makes it, uh, like, gives it a, a, a more full of richness.
2: Moon Knight gets brought up now and again, doesn't he? Uh, as someone they might want to introduce at some point.
1: They've been talking about a lot of things with Moon Knight, um, back and forth, whether they were going to um, pursue it. Mean, they talk, they've talked about pursuing quite a lot of things. I, mean, I think maybe Blade might be one of the mixed things, you know, because I suppose yeah. in that way they could they could introduce... But they've already got a supernatural element per se because, you know, obviously with Danny's powers, you know, uh, into the heart of the dragon type thing, because you see the dragon's... Um, under the 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 block. Obviously they're dead, but I mean you know you still see them, you you know what they're. So mm. I mean there's that sort of sort of like supernatural element you know, in which you know you see like some of the characters, you know, they've they've come back to life. Um and like Madam uh, Er Girl's uh power game she's like fighting um you know she's no really it's more like a sort of she's she reminds me kind of her powers is more that like kind of daft you know they, you see these videos on YouTube or these people that say oh they can fight with Chi you know and they can do whatever and they knock people over just by you know moving their hand past them sort of thing <laughs> you know, it's not very well in fantasy maybe not real life but it looks so cool it looks so cool when you see it on screen in fantasy you know what I mean it looked you know when you've seen her fighting and she's you know, um, using that sort of, almost like a chief force to boomf push things. Uh, I think it was like, did did she know like move out a, a car where a end point?
2: Yeah, there was the, a dumpster or something, and aye, maybe a car. Yeah,
0: so that's cool. Yeah, was, so I mean, was sister's car getting towed, so she took it off the, the tow truck thing.
2: Yeah, Jessica did that. Yeah,
0: I. So I mean, but but you see them,
1: you see them all fighting, and so there is it would fit in it'd fit in really I think well and it'd probably give us further things like having the sort of the vampire maybe element and the supernatural element and you know we know that we've got Ghost Riders uh, Ghost Raid and other and sort of the the non-Netflix stuff but it's like the, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. stuff which is still technically the same universe Yeah. so Blade I think would fit in for future stuff, pretty sure he would. Big time, very
2: easily. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I can see them. I can see many characters that they could introduce. Some of the the cheaper, more fisty fisticuffy type guys, uh, rather than the big effects guys. So, I don't think we'll get Miles Morales on a Netflix show anytime soon. But you know, some someone like Blade who just has a sword, he'd be all right. Ah, a, and point a motorbike. Of teeth. Aye. Yeah.
1: He goes. Right. He goes yeah. to a local joke shop and gets a pair of the plastic vampire, yeah. <laughs>
2: sort of. Yeah. Um. So yeah, the the dynamic between the the team was was pretty good, and I quite like how they're kind of reluctantly chucked together, and and it's kind of they they kind of say to each other, yeah, this is it. Like we're just going to do this one thing that we've all stumbled into and get on with our lives. So that tracks, and and you even have the the infighting. You know, the bit where Danny decides that he's going to fight with. Uh, fight with Matt to to go and do his own thing which was, I don't know it seems to be the only thing that Danny wants to do he just wants to punch something, that's all he ever wants to do but it uh, doesn't make sense that, that Matt would be a better fighter than him that's a bit weird
4: uh,
1: well, Matt was trained by, you know um, uh, so he is he's a kraken, he's is a really good fighter um, you might find that you know once Danny comes a bit more confident in himself, he'll do it. whether we're going to see some of the other characters um they, uh, on, uh like the Thunder another, and other in future episodes, then that could you know it could give up. Maybe, maybe the TV show that maybe he's got to like, further his training you never know it could be other things he's got to
2: maybe you
1: know. yeah. maybe he's maybe he's just got the even fist because he's got the the heart the character you know he's got the you know he's no fully he's not as good you know I don't know if you remember uh, some like the original manga anime stuff like with the fist of the north star you know no. where, you know alright oh, okay well, young Ken becomes the first day's North Star, but that's not him at the peak of his ability. It's only later on in the movie, you know, when he comes back, he's he's better. So maybe maybe they'll go take that hmm. that approach with the, the show. Maybe he'll go back to Conlon at some point and f- he'll, uh, further his training, you know. Like Hopefully when he'll Luke find that we, not
2: everyone's dead. <laughs> Aye. Oh, that was... yeah. Um, but other than that, the dynamic was, was good. Um, I think... They all got along well, and they're a good ensemble um I don't really have much more to say about their dynamic i mean i thought thought there was some a good amount of humor there was everyone's kind of point of view came across and and all that stuff it was just yeah it was very well put together the
1: It'll be interesting to see what happens because obviously at the moment uh looks with night Nurse, you know um, yeah but he's he's, clear. he's Aye. And um, the but at that point in the in the show where he ends up in Topa Jessica and he's like oh it's because of big back memories or something or just like old times whatever he says to her. <laughs> yeah now obviously you know because they go on in the uh, the books they have like a baby so have they yeah. got to go down that route was that hinted that was that what it was hinting that there's still chemistry between them you know what is is, yeah. is 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 there still chemistry between them have they got to go down that route or they're no going to bother. Are they going to take it somewhere fresh and new? Um, it's nice that they've done that because it gives you something to think about, but it doesn't make you say that it's going to happen, but it, it, you know, it, it makes you as a viewer think to yourself, "Of the, of the, are, they, are, they, are they? It's like when people were watching soap operas, kind of like, other the woman, kind of like that. Oh, they got to get together, or they got to get together, or they know, oh, you know, you shouldn't be with them, you should be with somebody else. So it sort of brings an element to it, I suppose not quite Scott shipping. and Charlene aye, not quite Scott and Charlene for neighbours,
3: but well, I'm sure me. I <laughs> really enjoyed it, I think seeing them all come together worked uh, they managed to give everyone a little bit of something to do a little, a little quirk within the group so I think it worked
2: I'm so glad that they got rid of Stick the guy's annoyed me since his first appearance
4: uh I've always really
1: liked... know, uh, I've always really liked Stick, but um, it gives it a lot of... Crit- See, when they kill people off, it gives it cred- credibility to an extent. Uh, yeah. Like the... And, like, Sir Gorley, did you expect her to go the way she did, when she did?
2: Well, that, that was dumb. Um, they, they built her up so much, and then she just kind of gets offed immediately. See,
1: is- well... But does that, does that um, strengthen Electra's character?
2: Um, mm-hmm. Not really, I don't think.
3: Yeah, I mean, with, with Dick, I kind of feel like that's something that should have happened in Daredevil C3 at some point, rather than happening on this, because being such a key character through that, um, I do think that a lot of people that watch Daredevil have ended up watching this, so it kind of evens. The same as Electra, for me, overall, in this. Um, I kind of have the feeling of did we enter in this particular show? Could have been a, another very good combatant another another ninja a slightly better, less disposable ninja <laughs> that could have been dispatched by the very end, or, yeah. you know I, I don't know, I I, I kind of this is the thing, because I think Alexandra was built up quite well at the start as much she never seems like a proper fret, they went along the same lines as they did with uh, Wilson Fisk in Daredevil Season 1 of showing that she's in a vulnerable position and is are trying to fight back and claw back a bit of time to try and get her bit of legacy done so that she can live on, you know so I, I, I kind of felt it was a bit of a shame way that she went out, you know, in, in the middle of a speech uh, about unity and how she's going to live on, you know, then the knife comes through, though I don't know if we see her head getting chopped off or not
2: we see Electra chopper go for her neck, so yeah, I think so. All oh, right, okay. Yeah, um, but yeah, Electra could have been anyone. For all she was, you know, the the only thing they played with with her specifically was her connection to Matt, which you know eventually gets him, well, maybe not killed, but. <laughs> Um, definitely not oh, I killed. Think
3: we're, I think we're saying probably not killed. Uh, yeah. Well, considering but, uh, you see him was, alive, which eh? yeah. which 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 is kind of my issues with the tail end of this as well. I was yeah. going to mention it later on, but the fact that he am alive at the end kind of spoiled it for me a little. <laughs> I was like, could you not? Could you not just left it there and then? Something happened at the beginning of Daredevil, you know, it's, I, rather than I suppose everyone would know. All oh, right, he's alive, but but
1: also you know, his well, I He did. be kind of suspicious. You know, if he started to watch Daredevil season three and he going I wonder if he's still alive, eh? I wonder if he's still... <laughs> well,
2: I actually thought his, yeah, actually thought his death um, didn't work in that sense because it was supposed to be this big emotional thing. But in the back of my head, I was thinking, they start shooting Daredevil Season 3 quite soon, so that's not going to happen. You know, it's like when um, you're watching the first Avengers film and you think that Tony Stark might... or that it appears that Tony Stark might die... Because he flies through the wormhole and stuff, and it's like, well, Iron mm-hmm. Man three is already in production, so he's not going to die. You know, it's like almost that that problem. So, I think if they were going to attempt to kill off a character, it would have to be someone who's not quite, not not quite as prominent as, say, Daredevil. You know, it would be maybe See you
0: later stick.
2: Yeah, <laughs> well. I'm glad he's gone. <laughs> oh, oh, it was also pretty clear that Stick would betray them from the first minute, and he, he does it like twice. Essentially, you know, he does so, it all the
0: time. Yeah, that's all he does. Thing he, he comes along, he gives you very little information, betrays you, and does something else.
2: Apparently. Well, to be fair, his smart his idea was smart. It's like they can't get hold of the Iron Fist if I kill them. <laughs> mm, yeah, he's not like, wrong. Yeah, and yeah, we really need Iron Fist to punch this wall. You know, it's weird.
3: Yeah, so what I do, I'll fight her next to the wall with my fist, which is now working, um, it's worked any other time, but now that I'm next to the box, it's not supposed to be open, let's go for all, it.
2: All he had to do was not turn on his iron fist, and then it would have been fine.
3: Yeah, or or yeah. walk backwards, and she would have to walk forwards, and for he wouldn't hit the wall.
2: Idiot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, I do agree with you about Electra. There was, you know, I quite like some of the stuff they did, where it was like, this isn't actually Electra, this is... You know, this is something inhabiting her body or whatever and, and then they reveal that it like is actually so. her and she's Yeah. Mm-hmm. And but then again there's very little that could be done with it. I think the return of Electro was more a Daredevil season three thing. Maybe having her as a villain throughout Daredevil season three would strengthen that, but and they may still do that. She may still turn up in season three, we don't know. But um I think yeah, I think she was all, somewhat wasted other than, you know, being a competent Person to fight against. Um, mm. The rest, the rest of the hand were pretty worthless as well. Uh, Madam Gao was pretty awesome. Uh, Alexandra, she was pretty awesome, but the other three, not so much.
3: Well, well, see, I don't even know this is the other one. I don't know why they brought back the guy from Iron Fist. Is it that, that Bakuto? Bakuto? Yeah. Is that the one? So they brought him back just to kill for again. And I was like, if if you had just started it with him being dead and not there at all. They were one, worrying about their mortality They have been worrying about their mortality more If I had died in, in Irons, yeah. You know, rather than having them back there Simply to, to, to add an extra ninja It
1: um, was to give What's-her-face somebody to fight, you know
0: Well, then you whats her
3: running away Aye.
0: You know what I mean? It's, it, it's, this is where we talk about what the that? bloat It's like, oh, well, we've
3: got to have that guy And otherwise he's got nothing to do, alright So don't have her and don't have him Done
2: <laughs> Although I think <laughs> giving Colleen something to do is really good you know, Colleen's uh, good. So. Yeah,
3: well I think she's a good character and everything, but when you're when you're having to sort of spin extra bits around the plot and dropping characters and then not give them much to do simply for the point so that you can lock off head a bit later on. I've already seen them defeated in battle in
4: incidents. and who? kinda it's
2: and who was the other guy? You know, the the one that Stick said pulled Nobu's strings. Does that mean we couldn't get the actor who plays Nobu back, so uh, we've got this guy instead? <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, is that Marie... Okay, Marie Cammy? What, what was it? Murray? Marie- is that yeah. the one
2: you're talking about? Yeah, and then there was the other guy that was... Um, so, the ga- so the other the, guy in the white- survived.
3: We, we presume that Gau and the other one uh, have survived. yeah. Um, uh, and you know the other ones are gone. So, you well, know, they pop, pop up somewhere else now. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, the the other guy got his head chopped off by Stick, so he's gone. Um, yeah, we know that one's gone. Sigourney Weaver was offed by Electra too soon, so that's her. Yeah, and the other guy, Bakuto or whatever his name is, got decapitated by Colleen. So yeah, so there's two left.
0: Before taking off Misty's arm,
2: yeah. Yeah. So there's a couple of there's a couple of fingers left. <laughs> which is a, bit, you know, a bit of I was
3: confused because it sounded like they had, had more originally. So they start with five, which is a hand, but it sounds like they got rid of a couple. So I'm, I'm trying to work out who had sort of hand, uh, seven fingers in
0: the original pack. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, or the name only makes sense once they got rid of the other two in the restructuring program. You know, maybe dragons.
2: Uh, maybe dragons have seven fingers. Ah,
1: well, they mm. can, can be, I
0: don't <laughs> <know> that
1: <laughs> Hang on a minute, there was something funny, right? No, when Colleen Wynne gets cut, right, how did it heal
2: her again? They uh, put a, a bandage over her midriff.
1: Right, I suppose, because Danny couldn't... They did they not show you before that, you know...
3: Um. was it? Hang on a minute. Wait
1: a minute. He, yeah, he
0: could. He, he can, can heal poison, bore, but I don't
1: yeah.
3: think he healed. Really, he just he just ah. did the poison thing. I think he healed the actual wound Because oh, she's supposed. To, well,
1: there's another thing again with the Chinese power set as well. Because she's supposed to have sort of a slightly accelerated healing anyway, and uh, uh, be a bit, um, and a, a, a wee bit impervious to injury sort of thing. So it was kind of. To see her get actually, to see her getting cut to me when I watched, I was like, "Oh, aye, right, okay." And I was wondering if they were going to touch on the fact that she could maybe heal a bit quicker, or whether Danny was going to heal her. So,
2: well, I mean, she was running about as if there was nothing wrong, mere hours after suffering that mm-hmm. that stomach wound. So, you know, chances are,
1: <laughs> yeah, it could it could well be, and she doesn't know it yet. She doesn't. Yeah. She's because let's face it, though. I mean, some of them could be. Some characters could be capable of things that they just they just don't know yet. You know?
2: Yeah, and I'm also not sure what the hand's plan was. I mean, I know they wanted to get down to the that, that sealed area and excavate some dragon bones. Yes, uh, but why? You know, you never find out what they're going to do with them.
1: Right. Well, the dragon bone stuff—that's where they, they draw the substance from. The substance is what allows them to be sort of born to prolong their life. Oh. So it's like the magic that does that, um and ultimately the ultimate goal of them is they want to go back home to Kunlun hmm. oh, but it's really the substance you know that substance that they used the laster to bring back like yeah.
2: although which so they they went they apparently went back to Kunlun at the end of Iron Fist though because remember he goes back to Kunlun and everyone's dead, so how did that happen?
1: actually
3: there was a those are, those line where sort of said um, you can't see it because they don't want you or, or whatever it is it's like you, you saw what you wanted to see hmm. so he went back Aye. and he wanted to see gone as his motivation so that he saw whereas if he went back again it might actually be there I don't know that's what I kind of took from it but I don't know enough about the comics to know if that how it works <laughs>
2: It works. It's mystical stuff. It works exactly it works how, how it, looks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it
1: works. It works however the writer wants to. Okay, I used to love these things that say who would win between this character and this character. I'm like, well, whoever the bloody writer wants to win to be perfectly honest with you. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. bo, unless you're a Batman fan,
3: uh, with the proper
0: preparation <laughs> time, Batman could beat anybody.
1: Didn't think so, big man. <laughs> yeah.
4: Uh, What's
3: anyway. Recently, it's like. um Godzilla v King Kong is definitely going to end with a winner, you like, oh, okay, uh,
1: <laughs> although I would, I would say between Batman and Daredevil, Batman probably would have the, the edge. Just, but unfortunately, that's just a shame. Although what about
2: Batman v Godzilla,
1: ah, well, there well, you go with the proper preparation <laughs> time, you know. <laughs>
2: well, I'm sure Batman would have a giant bat. Bat- Jaeger thing, well, you know, like in Pacific Rim. <laughs> <laughs>
4: so, <laughs> uh,
1: Godzilla repellent. I've used this
2: before. Uh. <laughs> Why don't you use this all the time? <laughs> How do you hide this in the cave?
1: If <laughs> uh, you got that Godzilla repellent Appellance? Nah, I just, got, just, just got the shark stuff Me, my so, so. <laughs>
2: Doesn't work on Godzilla.
4: <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, the, obviously you get a lot of these... Uh, 1v1 type things in this show, you know, and um, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really answer any question. I mean, you just know that Luke Cage can take a punch from Iron Fist, but Iron Fist can also hurt him. So uh, mm-hmm. Jessica doesn't really fight anybody. No, no. no. Uh, also, the group shots. I mean, I know we're jumping around a lot here, but the group yeah. shots look where Daredevils in his suit and nobody else was wearing a costume look really stupid. I mean. Oh Daredevil suit in these shows looks awful anyway I think it's terrible I think, but I think
3: it's because he's the only one Who's still got to an extent A secret identity like, all yeah. the other ones have pretty much been exposed. Every everyone knows. Yeah.
2: Although when he's cutting about in the police station after like, after Electra's captured Danny and stuff, and he's like, and he's like, yeah, I'm just a lawyer. It's like no, no one's buying that, mate. Nobody's like nobody's yeah, gonna buy that
3: at this point. That's that's why I said he's still got sort of a sort identity. Uh-huh. I don't know how that would work after this with the fact that you know he broke out the police station. It's like where would he go after that? Oh, you know, I hid in a car.
1: Actually, no, you come not mention mentioning it you know Danny Rand wearing his original costume would probably be a bit stupid but somebody did redesign him uh, wearing a sort of tracksuit uh, like old fit so it's well like, they do
2: homage his costume in this so that'd be cool you know, where he's in the last episode when he has his shirt open and it looks vaguely like his old costume Yeah, so you know well they cool would darken him up himself. the colours and stuff yeah but I think um, yeah, I, 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 I think yeah, I think Daredevil's costume needs some improvement though it just looks bad
3: you know, but it might end up getting a new costume it might yeah. be because they were cutting about too much in the light during these episodes a lot of it was done during daylight or in yeah. lit rooms where normally in, in, in Daredevil it's always a dark room in an abandoned warehouse mm-hmm. uh, where that suit looks slightly more awesome, however with the lights on um, it doesn't work so much
2: the horns the horns are just ridiculous <laughs> mm-hmm. um, but, I don't know uh, Jessica Jones never really wore a costume she, well she did originally yeah. which. Oh, when other she per- was when she was Jewel, aye, aye, and she had her purple hair and that stupid costume, which they reference in the first Jessica Jones season.
1: That's um, oh, that's right, and that was that that you know, something actually let me do it, let me do you notice know, to see Patsy Walker, you know, because I wanted to see her have a wee bit and maybe, maybe a wee bit of fisticuffs with maybe one of the ninjas, um, <laughs> because she obviously anybody Patsy can also, fight
2: a ninja apparently, any just well, anyone.
1: Well, Patsy Walker becomes hell. She was hellcat, you know, yeah. and the uh, so so could, they could have maybe have hinted that you know she's been continuing her training, and then even if she go just maybe like a good sucker punch for ninja and the ninja wins, that would have been enough for me. Just something
2: think, to um, indicate. Yeah, I think that's going to be something they'll cover in Des- Jessica Jones season two. That, mm. That's my thinking. Um,
3: okay, okay. I, I want to see Foggy take her down, and then as well, if, if we're going <laughs> for uh, new fights. That's it. And they uh, should all have a little shot, you know, foggy Karen <laughs> against a <an> ninja.
1: <laughs> he he sues the hand. Yeah, that's it. Man the hand, that's <laughs> it. Injured at work. Huh? No one, no fee.
0: <laughs> I was a ninja,
2: uh, and I got injured at work. I going <laughs> direct. <laughs> I'm a an ninja uh, and a building fell on me but I called Foggy Nelson and he got me <laughs> and he got
0: me £20 pounds. Yeah. thank yeah, yeah. you Foggy
2: so you reckon inside a fossilised dragon bone is that substance they use to resurrect themselves
3: that is what, that I, took, that's what I took away for the show that's, that's what yeah. I thought as well is uh, same there's, there's something in the dragon bone be it like the marrow or something that they can grind down and turn to the the. you can survive anything as long as we don't chop off your head
2: yeah. powder although was that dragon supposed to be the Shaolin the Undying one that Danny fights or
0: no he's in a cave somewhere else I yeah
1: well considering the dragon was dead it's not much a good name is it
4: <laughs> <laughs> no it's like,
1: it's like I am no motor lion fist but you, you, you got to live forever, big man well, I'm not entirely sure about that it's like, it's like using that substance to bring them back I mean, how did they find that out really was that through mm-hmm. a series or trial and error? Did they try to bring folk back with any other stuff beforehand? I mean, at what point did they discover it was a ground doing stuff or the substance they took for the dragon bones? You
2: know, what I mean. happened was they were, like, sparring and then someone was killed and then fell in it and then they got up again. <laughs> but okay. It was yeah, really, was um, it was really weird to how... It didn't work. Huh? <laughs> yeah it's really weird how Alexandra was um, you know, they, they did the whole she's dying of cancer thing, and that seemed like it was going to be her under and it was her underlying motivation but they didn't do anything with it throughout the show, other than remind us that maybe bodies pack in occasionally and need to be substanced back into life Mm-hmm. although I think she would have probably used should have used that on herself rather than Electra I don't know, it's not clear why she used it on Electra
3: because we needed to bring back Electra yeah, I think it was. I think it was. I think it was to give her a reen for being sloppy, you yeah. know, for being quick and for taking chance because you know the whole thing that you've got up until now is the fact that this is you know, this this organisation has managed to remain very, very hidden. You know, none of them have been revealed, and then suddenly all of them are out there in the open and all being caught with their pants down. Um, mm. So you know, they kind of needed a reen for her to be rushing this through rather than thinking carefully like they've done in the past. But
1: well, that's right, because Madame Gaulle says to her, you know, just to take the time. Because
2: yeah.
1: something you know, she's like, no, no,
2: rush it, rush it. So, uh-huh. I, I did like all the references to, you know, stuff she'd picked up while living forever. You know, um, she talked about, I forget which composer it was, but she talked about an in intimate detail why the composer composed that specific piece. And then she mentioned about food. Uh, tasting better than anything she'd ever had in Constantinople, you know, and all that stuff. Uh, I think those were the major two references I picked up. But the the idea that she was just ageless and has been been around yeah. a bit, you know, experience stuff—that was quite well done. Yeah, mm-hmm.
0: the sort of vintage gramophone and things like yeah. that. You, you get in it. Yeah.
2: And the symbolism of the the record that was that was stuck, you know, as in that's like a metaphor for her being uh, old and falling apart.
1: My damaged goods
2: yeah mm. See, it's, an it's an a shame she was killed
3: thing. off another mm. thing I thought was it was an interesting selection of accents for people that had ended in very 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 very, very old
2: uh, yeah aye
1: and that's another thing as well because the comfy now fair enough Danny you know they talk about the people were people who never watched or never read Iron Fist I mean they never read Iron Fist in their entire life or they never understood the character or anything along those lines complained that Danny Rand was white when he should have been Chinese Like, Have you ever read Iron Fist? Really? Excuse me have you? Danny Rand is white that's the whole point of the story it's the whole point of the story you know? but then again when you think to yourself right okay but if she was born in Kunlun how is she Caucasian? The rest of them are still fairly um, oriental no.
2: Yeah, that doesn't make any sense.
1: I mean, because she uh, went through, because she's that old, she's kind of. I mean, you could understand, Till, when people maybe, like, through years of uh, um, recreation, you know, procreating and that and everything, that their DNA might change, and you know, they'll, like, their ancestors probably look very different for them. But she's technically the same person that's been brought back to life umpteen times. Yeah. Unless you know, that's not her original body and her they can her soul or her you know consciousness can maybe go to different well, you know I don't know.
2: Or Kun just quite a diverse little community. I mean um, uh, yeah but Yeah, Baku or whatever his name is, he's not Chinese or that's Japanese right, uh, or whatever, so I'm more um, thinking think, that's if
3: if she's as old and been out for as long as, as they say, and how the hell did she get over there in, in the first place? Iran fell out of a private jet.
4: Yeah. <laughs>
2: mm.
0: Anyway. Yeah, Do but those little things that was looking and going—that's a bit weird. But
2: anyway. it's one of those things. Yeah. Um, I don't know, but she was a better villain than the show let happen because they just killed her off so unceremoniously, which was a shame.
3: Well, the good thing is that we'll get to see more of our upcoming Madam Gow spin-off.
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want this to happen, actually. Madam Gow. Yeah.
1: Madam Gow wants to go with our guest star and Steven Seagal. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, I really want to see this now. <laughs> Miss, Miss Gow. Yeah. <laughs> <sighs> oh, Mr. Missy... Yeah, jeez. No, that's mental. <laughs> So, yeah, The Hand, not the best villains. Um, They were enough. They they provided an endless stream of expendable henchmen for the defenders to beat up for extended periods of time. Um, Mm -hmm. Which is... Is that enough? Maybe it is. Maybe it's not. Um, It's kind of enough for this, though. I think... I think next time if they do defenders again, it has to be a more grounded street threat. I think. I mean, I would like to see them all teaming up against the kingpin or something. You know, like mm-hmm. um, it would be better, or or something else. I mean, I don't know what other villains they they might have in terms of like big boss guys. You know, these boss battles that they keeps having. So to um, be anything, there is literally. Di- 80 years of comics or whatever to mine for villains so they can find someone. Stiltman Stiltman There you go uh, I feel like he wouldn't last long against Luke Cage
1: have never lasted long against Daredevil so I suppose <laughs> I no, uh, would probably Luke Cage would probably
2: They can't do the Leaper because he was already in Winter Soldier It's a shame No Unless it's a new Leaper Someone who's copied the shtick.
1: <laughs> How high can you jump, big man? Uh,
2: you'll do. It. <laughs> just leap, leaping all over the place. You there you go. Olympic athlete. You'll do. <laughs> Once
0: you used to do long jump. Now you'll do higher jump. Uh, aye. Aye.
1: Shows up in Anorak. Mate, I said parkour, not parker. Come on. Get, yourself, <laughs> get with the programme, eh? <laughs>
2: Oh hilarious. Um, I suppose just quickly we already kind of touched on the action scenes. Were there any specific highlights for any of you guys? Uh, for me, it was the corridor one. Uh, I thought the actual final one underground was really chaotic, and I couldn't make out what was going on half the time.
3: Mm-hmm. I think some were a bit too busy and couldn't really work out what was going on. The, the fight in the sort of underground car park. I thought was be good, they gave everyone a little bit of something to it Yes. Um, and yeah I think that one where they all sort of uh, meet in the boardroom I think was probably one of the better ones, it seemed more choreographed than the Ye- others
4: yes
1: aye. the boardroom certainly was quite a good fight sequence I think to with, especially from Danny Van's point of view you know when he was beginning, until he got pinned in. <laughs>
2: yeah Yeah, um, but it did have some good action in there throughout um, various bits. I did like the Luke Cage versus Iron Fist first fight I thought it was just the way that um, Danny just kept punching him and he wouldn't give up and Luke was just standing there. It was good I, I quite like Luke's fight style where he just waits for the other guy to get fed up and then punches him
0: I bet some good outtakes of that, of him going all and the guy just laughing him
2: Yeah
1: you kind of wonder how about some of these heroes really came they're taking on opponents and stuff because the the skill set I mean if you look Cage's point of view you know if he's surrounded by guys why doesn't he just pick up a brick and smash it against his own forehead I mean if <laughs> I've ever seen that I'd be like oh, boy, hang on wait a minute I've suddenly remembered I've got someone today or you know Iron Fist when he's in the boardroom you know just uses Iron Fist and punches a big table boom right in the middle and smashes it or surely the, the ninjas are the way. Uh, hang on a minute, David. really need this job.
2: I think the ninjas are are fairly committed to the cause, though. They they won't be bothered. They'll uh, try it.
3: Have a go. One of the bits I kind of liked as well as when uh, Danny, and Luke, both worked out that if you know, if he punches and they both punch each other uh, with the iron fists, they get a nice big blast to knock everyone out. I thought that was neat.
2: Yeah. Obviously, mm. they
3: find that out fighting in the first place, but uh, when they sort of deploy that in the underground, I thought that was
2: quite neat. Yeah, it was cool, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of the fight scenes that Elektra was involved in were pretty cool. Uh, I think Elodie Young is really good at the kind of choreography. Uh, if it is even her, I remember from GI Joe, uh, two, or GI Joe, begin with an R, Retribution, whatever. I don't know. Uh, GI the second GI Joe film, uh, she's in that.
1: So oh, the crap, yeah. Uh, uh,
2: I like them. I like them both.
1: Oh well, I it was great until the you know they edit together and released it. <laughs> <laughs> it was a brilliant film until they released it
2: <laughs> The second one's the one with the rock in it
1: Aye
2: Yeah it's quick I like them, they're good fun But she's in that and she does some pretty cool choreography stuff there Again I don't know if it's actually her But uh, but still Electra was put to good use Even though she wasn't really Electra As far as I was concerned mm. uh, She wasn't Electra in Daredevil either So we're still waiting for the real Electra Mmm
1: like, like just you know she's pretty cool I never really paid too much attention to her sort of like unless it's like Frank Miller's sort of lecture Uh what do you call it was it aye I mean there was always uh, always thought um, that? there's an artist called the uh, Bill Sight I don't know pronounce this properly Sizenwick 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 uh, some of the paintings he'd done in the lecture were beautiful, you know, just that sort of. Uh, but, uh, so to see that, I think, just the difference between the aesthetics, but I'd like to have seen maybe a film or a show of a lecture, but maybe try and give him that sort of aesthetic at some point during it, you know.
2: It may happen in the future if there's an appetite for it, I don't know. Um. So, yeah, in terms of what's next for the Netflix things. I mean, everything that we've seen here has been renewed for another season. So they start production on... They've started production on, I think, Jessica Jones and Luke Cage already, maybe. Certainly Jessica Jones, I've seen photos. Um, And Iron Fist is getting a second season with a new showrunner. And um, Daredevil obviously getting another season. So... Um, that kind of disappoints me in a sense because I would actually prefer to see a Heroes for Hire series than I would a solo Luke Cage and Iron Fist series at this point. Although Heroes for Hire, Danny Rand's a billionaire. He would just do it for, for kicks I suppose, just for the hell of it. You know, he doesn't need the money.
3: Yeah, I, I, I don't I don't know. If, see the thing is like Iron Fist, I really didn't enjoy that much. So I'm not particularly looking forward to seeing that again and I don't I don't know. It'll all depend. I always start these things out. You know, I'll watch a few episodes and I'll see what I think and then end up trudging through it and then forgiving myself at the end. <laughs> so uh, I'll see We'll see what happens with these ones. Um, yeah, I'd, I'd like to see some of them and hopefully you know, if all the things that we've been hearing about the Punisher are true then, then it might sort of get up a little bit.
2: Yeah, the Punisher's next, got, isn't it? So, yeah,
3: they've yep. got Daredevil back in a decent place for this. On defense, he seems in a better place than he was in season two, so maybe season three will be more along the lines of season one. Uh, we can N- hope. You see, well,
1: Fisk's still in the jail, aren't he?
4: Yes. yes.
1: Right, now, Punisher. This is my theory, and it might not come true, but I'm just going to put this out here at the moment until I, I know better. Right, Daredevil. No nah forget it. Nah, I'm just trying to remember when we seen him It was the we seen the Punisher. It was in the jail when Fisk was there, so the Punisher shows coming up. So perhaps at some point, the Punisher could visit Fisk in the jail, and we could maybe see Bullseye. I so I've been racking, I've been racking my brain, you know, to think because right, let me think. Cause we've got um, <laughs> we've got talk, and that would tie in, you know. Because I think um was the the, the Daredevil the, the Punisher story, where he went to see that ah, balls not but I think I'm kind of I'm kind of hoping that uh, we'd maybe see Bullseye. I'm kind of it would be quite nice if he showed up somewhere in the Netflix shows.
2: Well, Bullseye's got to turn up next, hasn't he? I mean, they've they managed to get through two seasons without him, which is remarkable. But I think he's got to be next, surely.
1: Aye. It'd be good if he was like, if for some reason he's shows up or he's in the prison or something like that.
2: I'd like to see Arcade. Let's do Arcade. Have Daredevil running through a giant pinball machine. Does, is, is Arcade is he tied
1: in with X Men?
2: Uh, I think he was a Spider Man villain at first. It might have been, give me a second. <laughs> Chris, do you know who Arcade is?
0: <laughs> I have no idea.
2: He's pretty awesome. He makes like uh, all these themed death traps, uh, like pinball machines and all that stuff. He's a lot like so Mysterio you know, in some That
0: somewhere. sounds fun.
2: Yeah, and yeah, which means we won't get it. Oh. His first appearance was Marvel Team Up Volume One Issue sixty five, which probably would be a Spider Man story. Mm-hmm. It was. It was Spider Man and Captain Britain.
1: Right. Aye. Yes. Um, so I could easily show up, and that could.
2: Uh. I don't think he will, though. <laughs> I mean, because that would be so ridiculous. I'd love it, but it'd be so ridiculous. Um. I don't know. There's plenty of Daredevil villains that you, we could see kicking about. Uh, I think uh, the Punisher's going to have Jigsaw in it, though. They've suggested that. That's been suggested. You know, which is one of the only villains he has that comes back.
1: Because uh, he just tends to kill the rest.
2: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Apart from this guy. This one guy. You can't yeah. seem to kill him. Yeah. Uh,
1: what I'm kind of looking for... What did you call the Punisher villain, the woman, the sort of gang boss? The in that had the... Uh, Oh, right. You, do 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 Our legs and the arms cut off. Uh, but it turned out to be. They turned it to be. It wasn't really. Huh. It was um, clones. No, no clones. But people that looked like. It's weird. They actually started to date to people to make make them think that this uh, gang boss was still kicking about. Uh. Bushwhacker? No, 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 no. it's a, no, it's a, it's a female um, sort of uh, sort of gangboss who's prevalent in the Punisher mm. stuff. Oh, Christ, man. I've only I've only ever really read like uh, Punisher War Zone um, and sort of sort of some of the recent Becky cleaning Punisher stuff. And also uh, when they've released they released some reprints of the Punisher. And they reprinted it as like sort of the UK comics back when I was a lot younger. And then when Punisher showed up, and uh, a lot of other comics, and Punisher War, Legacy like Punisher Warzone, and some of the recent uh, Becky Clune stuff, and that's that's really in terms of the books that are only the sort of Punisher stuff that I've read. So, um, I the some of the character names on this sort is is prevalent in my head, but uh.
2: yeah, I'm cautiously optimistic about Punisher. I mean, I think it might be a bit intense for. Uh, one season, you know, 13 episodes of him, but at the same time I'm kind of interested to see what they do with it um, mm-hmm. as I said, I'd rather see a Heroes for Hire series than a Jessica, uh, than a Luke Cage and Iron Fist solo series Jessica Jones, I'll be interested to see what they do now that the Shadow of Kilgrave is gone, because I think the last series was obsessed with that in a way, so I'd like to see her move forward and, and maybe become a bit more I'm not talking about completely upbeat, but a little more upbeat.
0: It seemed to have been announced to come back for the new Jessica Jones.
2: I think he's going to be like... Yeah.
0: They've got But not yeah. doesn't you don't know if it's flatbacks or something
2: else. I think it's going to be he's haunting her. You know, what? as in he'll... You know, she'll be imagining him or whatever.
1: A false ghost.
2: S- something like that,
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> uh, why not? But Luke Cage, the other season will be whatever, so... Um. So it looks like this Netflix stuff is hanging around for the foreseeable future, which, which is fine. You know that means there's always something to think about. Always something. No, that's
1: interesting because Disney's going to be having its own sort of streaming service for the the Marvel stuff, and apparently Marvel pulled out of uh, Netflix. So I don't know how that's going to affect any licenses well, or what any shows. I don't understand it because I didn't even
0: bother paying too much attention to it. It's was sort of staged, isn't it? Until until the contracts are up, and then it's all going to move back to Disney. As right, far
2: okay. as I'm aware, these shows are produced by Netflix, as in they they do the they produce them, you know. So mm-hmm. uh, Marvel have only kind of licensed them out to Netflix. I could be wrong yeah. here. No, no, that's um, right. I,
1: I, the license, yeah. the, the license the characters are still stay with, you
2: know. And not yeah. but these shows essentially belong to Netflix. Mm-hmm. Uh, who, you know, who make them. So, at it the might, very what least... might
0: cause an issue for later down the line is them getting the rights to anything else. Because yes. Martin just goes, nah, you're not going to have the rights to that, we're going to go on the Disney thing. No.
2: Yeah, but it's a big problem with this whole streaming nonsense. It's coming like the TV nonsense, isn't it? You know, where you have to pay thousands of pounds to different people so you can see everything. So, um, people are just going to get turned away from streaming services because there's too many of them.
3: Well you only want to watch thing on each streaming service However you're having to pay a tenner a month to all of them In order to watch TV So exactly. it's basically going back to you know the problems with Sky packages or subscription services You're then basically You're paying your £25 It's just you're paying £5 a piece to, to each of them Rather than paying £25 to one person
1: What, you, what yeah. you do is you just take a week off of your work, use up the, the months free trial <laughs> work, watch, watch the whole what And just go nah you're alright big one Just keep
2: it or, you know, uh, go visit your friend who, you know, has a subscription to Amazon Prime or whatever. And then, mm. yeah. Uh, hi, I haven't seen you in a while. Uh, is it okay if I just watch some TV for the next 14, 15 hours? Thanks. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Aye, it reminds me of a chill today. Hey, big <laughs> man, are you, are you coming out? No? Oh, okay. Are we just come in and play a computer?
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Good times. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think we've pretty much covered as much of the Defenders as we can. Uh, it's quite good, eight episodes, quite lean, you know. Um I wish the other shows were this short, actually, but never mind. Uh so does anyone have any final remarks on the Defenders as a show before um before we wrap up?
3: No. No, I think that's uh I'm sure I'll think it's an after we've stopped recording, but yeah, I think that's covered it.
2: Cool. Uh, James, any final thoughts?
3: No, no, nothing. I can i i of
1: probably covered. What? Well, what did you say?
2: You've you've certainly caused a headache for me in the show notes with all your references that I now need to Google and put in the show notes.
1: Ah, you can probably didn't didn't <laughs> didn't take like I say, heavy alcohol at weekend. So there's probably my new ones are probably five and off fit tangents, and it might not be the best.
2: Sorry, for listeners at home Chris has just changed his name on our Group chat thing as Give Gow a spin-off That's... <laughs>
1: <laughs> I can just see An online petition coming on here now <laughs> You know, like Change 33 or you know, these things that are coming up on Facebook Is like, you know, support such and such you know, <laughs> uh, Support Chris Markwell. Give Gower spin off. <laughs> well, I need another thirty-three thousand votes to go what goes in front of Parliament. <laughs>
2: yeah. Chris, I think you should uh, you should go on Kickstarter and try and kickstart a Madame Gow fan film, and then get sued by Marvel. Well, yeah, I can give it a go. I'd, I'd get
3: face at least, you know. I'll, I'll make yeah. sure I, I, pl- I plug the podcast when I'm when I'm in court.
2: Yeah, <laughs> you'll raise awareness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I can make them uh, can make them listen to excerpts and evidence.
1: <laughs> uh, so your court trial will be filmed like uh, some of these like the O.J. Simpson trial or something like that so just, ma- just make sure you've got your podcast t-shirt on
2: <laughs> who would you prefer representing you though, Matt Murdock or Foggy I think I'd rather have Foggy uh,
3: I think Foggy would technically get it done better um, I think Matt would be better at doing the speeches, so I'll go for Matt Murdock Fair enough Closing, closing rocks would be more epic with
2: him <laughs> so yeah there's a question to leave on James who would you rather have representing you in a court of law
1: uh, I have absolutely no idea that's a good point <laughs> mm. uh, no, I have no idea Foggy just because I want to be opposite you said kettle and I'll you know, anyway you a black I'll a white there you go and
4: Craig wants Karen Foggy.
2: <laughs> yeah, but that's for another reason.
1: Oh, she could report on. It. <laughs> she could report on it. You know what I mean? Well, she could. Yeah. She could tell everybody how it's going on. You know, because as Daredevil
2: story, season you know. two, yeah, as Daredevil season two tells us, all you need to do to become a reporter is stumble into a news office and and start that's working it. for them, whether you know whether they want you to or not. That's In what we like that from office, Daredevil so season two.
1: I'll tell you what I'll represent myself because it doesn't matter because my boss is a kingpin right he's just bought the jury <laughs> he's bought the jury and he's told the judge that if they didn't let me off he's going to release some sensitive files about him you know concerning a plastic bag and a satsuma I, th-
2: I think I'll have Madam go represent me
1: that's a good enough one that could be the
2: spin off <laughs> Madam Go defence attorney
1: ah <laughs> I'll have Jessica that, oh hey there you go I'll, I'll, I'll have She-Hulk Jessica Waters aye because she's yeah, yeah. a fantastic lawyer so Jennifer can...
2: Waters
1: ah, that's what I said did I know
2: <laughs> you said Jessica
1: oh I meant Jessica Oh, see I'm getting Jessica Drew bloody thing about it. Oh, see that <laughs> I need to go sh- it's only a hobby there you go sorry oh, there you go sorry Sp- Sp- spider women could be out there doing something I don't know
2: she could have a Netflix show, I think. I don't think she'd be too expensive. Ah, there you go. Can you climb up a wall? Aye.
1: Yeah. There's a Venom Blast type thing. Well, then again, yeah. what version of Spider-Man? I'd be, I'd be uh, Jessica Drew. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: They could even do the she has a kid and she's a parent thing. They could do that. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. Uh, I hope Marvel are listening and want to, um, and, and want to commission me for ideas. I'm available.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah. Anyway, uh, I think we should wrap up there. So, uh, James, thanks for guesting, uh, crossing the boundaries of universes to, to guest on the, the podcast and complete the crossover that's been eight months in the making.
1: Absolutely no problem at all, whatsoever. Yeah. Um, I've got no idea why there was such a time delay, you know. It's not your fault, no mine. I'm not taking any responsibility for that.
2: It's always Um, my fault.
1: I remember the the kingpin's my boss.
2: (laughs) Yeah, I'm not going to argue with a a henchman of Wilson Fisk. It's just not (laughs) going (sighs) to happen. And Chris, as always, pleasure to talk comic book nerdery with you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Here endeth the podcast. Thanks to YouTuber NStains1117 for the supplied music. If you enjoyed what you heard, then don't forget to subscribe on iTunes, YouTube, or any major podcasting app. Tell your friends too. Don't forget to join us on the next kneel before pot. <laughs>